If you've ever thought about homeschooling your children, but it just seems so overwhelming and don't know where to start, Shannon Hayes is here to answer all of your questions with the Modern Homeschool Podcast. Class begins now. Welcome back to the Modern Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Hayes, and today I am so excited to welcome one of our local homeschool graduates. She's actually 22 now. She was homeschooled her whole life. She is a published author. She was published before she even graduated high school, and I just want to welcome local author Brianne Pryor. Welcome, Brianne. Thank you so much for having me. Good. I'm glad you're here. So tell me a little bit about your family. How many kids did you grow up within your family, your brothers and sisters? Yeah, I am the oldest of four. Four. That's fun. Um, I think that I have a lot of kids until I meet other homeschool families. I'm like, I really don't actually. So tell me about what homeschool looked like for you in your house growing up. Yeah, we would try and get most of what we did done in the mornings. And then afternoons we did chores or played outside. Mostly we played outside. And that was a big incentive to get school done in the morning. Yeah, so that's how your mom works. She said, get your schoolwork done and then you can go play. Exactly. I have to threaten my kids with that sometimes. (laughs) And then sometimes they're like, no, we're good. Yeah. I'm like, no, what... You want to go outside, please. Yes, you do. You know, please you do. go outside. Yeah. So I was reading a little bit on your your website, which is com. That's B-R-I-A-N-N-E-P-R-Y-O-R.com. It said that you actually got started writing short stories to entertain your siblings. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little I bit did. about that. I had this whole series that I still have at home. And I wrote it just to read to them. We, I read it to them as story time and that kind of thing. It was so much fun. That's fantastic. Um, what? Tell me a little bit about what that series was. Do you remember? It was a game that we used to play. It was like a cowboy and Indian kind of game. That's so cute. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you doing now that you, you've graduated how many years ago? It was in 2015, so. Oh, I feel so old. I know. Oh, what am I doing here? Okay, she's 22, you guys. I feel old. (laughs) So what have you been doing since you graduated high school? Since I graduated, I have been mostly writing, and then I've been working at Peachtree Learning Center. I work in the office there, and I love that. Okay, so tell me a little bit about Peachtree, because I know you and your mom also is very involved. Mm -hmm. Um, My kids don't personally take any classes there, but I know that they offer a variety of enrichment classes Mm -hmm. for local homeschoolers. Tell me about some of those classes. Well, we specialize in mostly art and music, but it is just a wonderful atmosphere, very godly place. The presence of the Lord is there all the time. It is beautiful. Amazing. So what sort of music class? They, They do piano? Yes. Do they offer, I think they offer violin, is that correct? Yes, piano and violin, some cello, um, but lots of, lots of different violin, or uh, lots of different uh, private lessons and that kind of thing. And then they've got the homeschool enrichment classes as well. Okay, awesome. So if you want to find out more about Peachtree, you can just Google Peachtree Learning Center. Mm -hmm. I don't happen to know their website off the top of my head. This, that sort of just popped up, but Google Peachtree Learning Center. They're over in Cookville near the hospital. Um, a lot of amazing teachers. there doing a lot of amazing things with enrichment, music, arts. I think they have a, an American girl doll class. Didn't they have? So for, for kids that love, uh, um, dolls. So do they teach sort of history using yes. the dolls and the time periods? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of amazing things going on over there. 
You're listening to the Modern Homeschool Podcast from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. Henson Oakley Family Dentistry on West Jackson Street now offers Zoom teeth whitening. I'm Shannon Hayes here on the Modern Homeschool Podcast. Today I'm talking to local author and graduated from high school career homeschooler Brianne Pryor. Brianne, tell me about the first book that you wrote and had published. That was The Unforgotten Past. And it turned it in. It turned into two parts. It was at first a really long book, but it takes place in Texas in the very early 1900s, and it's about a millionaire and how he crosses paths with a very very poor child from his sister, his estranged sister, and so this is his niece, and he ends up raising her. Okay, so I actually have both of those books. Oh, awesome. I have both of them. They're in my homeschool room. I've read part of them, but mm-hmm. as a homeschool mom, you know, I get a little busy. I don't have time to read to myself. <laughs> I'm sure, yes. And my kids aren't quite old enough for that. But very well written, very educated. I feel like English probably was your favorite subject. It was, yes, was it? So what what I'm seeing is I think your mom probably nurtured and sort of pushed you oh, to, to sort of go with what felt right to you. Tell me about how being able to be homeschooled helped you to be able to pursue writing a book and having it published before you graduated high school. She really, really pushed the English. And then she would buy me huge stacks of notebooks. And I would absolutely fill those up. And then she would buy me more stacks of notebooks. And I would fill those up. And it was, she really, really pushed what I was passionate about, and it was wonderful. But I don't think that I would have been able to have that opportunity if she hadn't been there all the time, always on my side. It was wonderful. That's awesome. So it's not always a hard thing to do to create these successful children. A lot of people worry when they think about homeschooling, can I do it? Can I do enough? Mm-hmm. No, I know your mom. I know your mom. I know that she has a college degree. She's a, she's a very smart woman. But was she an English major? I don't know what she majored. I don't, I don't think in. she. I don't think, I don't think so, she no. was. I feel like she's. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's. I feel like she's mathy. If I had she to is. guess, she's I'm guessing mathy. she's mathy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no no discrimination. She's mathy. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily something that she was good at or that she knew, but she let you see what you were good at, what you naturally gravitated towards, yes. and just fostered that. And I cannot stress enough that that's all we have to do, people, to raise good children who are doing things that they love, who are doing things that they are good at. Every child's path is going to look different. Not every child is going to go to a four-year college or be a doctor or be a mechanic or, you know, everybody has their own path. And if you sort of let the children show you what they're good at, then they're going to show you what they're good at. So after you wrote The Unforgotten Past, Uh what what did you write after that? Is it the Winthal Manor? Am I saying it correctly? Yes, it's the Winthal Manor Trilogy, and I'm working on that right now. Okay, so the first book in that is... It's just Winthal Manor. It's Winthal Manor. Mm-hmm. And what is this trilogy about? What's the subject? The subject is the Regency period in England. It's the end of the Regency period. And it begins with this baron. He's obviously he's a member of the nobility, but he is struggling really badly with his own emotions and he is driven by revenge and hate and it is it just sort of covers a point in his life where he realizes that he has got to change something or he's not going to be able to make it 
That's awesome. And so you're working on the second book in yes. this series. What is the name of the second book? Gardamore. Gardamore. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, I can see the cover in my head, but it, yes. it's, it's not dropped yet, correct? No. The cover I released last Saturday, and then the book is hopefully going to come out sometime in February. That's still a little up in the air. Who is on the cover of that book? Is that your sister? That's my sister, yes. (laughs) Another good thing about having a large family, just grab your sister. Absolutely. It's a a beautiful photo, um, so I think that's going to be amazing. And do you have a date for it yet, or is it in the works? I don't have a date. It's in the works. February is what we're going for. Okay, so we're shooting for February 2020 for that Mm -hmm. to drop. And now, where can the people purchase your books currently? Right now, they are on Amazon, and then, of course, you can get them off of my website. Okay, so you can go to Mm Amazon.com and just search for Breanne Pryor. It's B-R-I-A-N-N-E-P-R-Y-O-R, or you can go to BreannePryor.com. Now, one more question, Breanne. Mm -hmm. What do you do when you're not working on your writing and you're not working at Peachtree? What are you doing? I like to work on our farm. We've got a little produce farm and a mill, and I love doing that. I love being outside and that kind of thing. What sort of produce do you guys grow? We grow mostly, I like, I'm particularly fond of watermelon and cantaloupe and that kind of thing, and pumpkins, and but we've got beans and just pretty much anything we can sell at the farmer's market. I'm here for that. I'm here for the watermelon, yes. so I need you to start posting on your uh, <laughs> Facebook page when you have watermelon ready in the Absolutely. summer, and I will be there. Um, do all of your siblings work on the farm with you? They do, yes ma'am. And do they enjoy it? Oh yeah, they love it. That's amazing. My kids, I have one that will garden with me, mm-hmm. and the other two couldn't care yes. less. There's not <laughs> there's not a gardening gene. They did not yes. get it. Now, did you guys just start out loving to work outside on the farm, or is that something that your parents maybe at first had to make you do a little yeah, bit? It was... It was more of we loved being outside and playing around. We've got a huge creek, and we would do that kind of thing. We would come up with all kinds of games. And then we just, that love for being outside, I think, just kind of filtered down into being in the garden. And my grandparents were always there, and so we would spend time with them in the garden. And that I think that's where that love came from. That's amazing. I love it. I love the thought of multi-generational. Yes, hangout. I do, too. You know, one of the things that I say about homeschooling is it gives not only me time with my kids, my kids time with their grandparents. Yes. I don't have any grandparents left, you know? Right. And like what I would give for just more time. Oh, yeah. And for me, being public schooled, if I had a sick day, I could go to my grandparents' house. So I Mm -hmm. might have faked a couple of sick days. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So my kids don't have to fake sick days. They just wake up and say, I want to go to Granny's house. And guess what? We throw the schoolwork out the door for that morning and they go to Granny's house because that's just something you can't make any more of is time with your family. I just want to thank you for coming on, Brian. Good luck with your next book. Yeah, thank you Keep so much. Keep us for posted. Me. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to The Modern Homeschool. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.